Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. everybody. Welcome back to Violating, Violating Community, Community Guidelines, Guidelines. <laughs> with Brittany and Sarah. And today we're going to be talking about bronies. bronies. Now, what the fuck do you guys know about bronies? Bronies. I know that bronies are people, boys who like My Little Pony. Yes. Yeah. Is, is all I know. I don't know any background information. What do you know about bronies? I know a lot. Yeah. Uh, my brother's a brony. Really? Yeah. He used to be. Isn't he trying to get in the Air Force Academy? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's so fitting. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I mean, so, it's... sorry, Jet. I didn't. Yeah, but you did. Used to be a brony. Okay. Um, I th- it was this weird period where I know that brony is like a grown up, yeah, man who enjoys MLP. But um, he was my sister really liked it growing up, and my brother just like loved it too. Yeah, and they used to play together. It was actually really sweet. Yeah, but we we used to bully the fuck out of him. He was just loving something yeah. so passionately. So I, I do want to apologize publicly to my brother. But that is sweet because that's like he's a child. I feel like the bronies that we're about to talk about are not children. Yeah, the opposite, in yeah. fact. So, um, Would without, you like to- yeah, without further ado, a brony is a grown-up fan of My Little Pony uh, from the 2010 show. Bronies are a community of fans who simply aren't afraid to admit that they enjoy a colorful, fun show, similarly to me and Rick and Morty. Yes, um, I think Rick and Morty was made for adults. My Little Pony was definitely made for children. Yeah, but people throw shit on people who like Rick and Morty. That's for different reasons. You know what? I'm feeling a little attacked, and I would like to defend my post. I love Rick and Morty. Uh, brony is an internet slang term used to describe a teenage or adult male fan of the TV cartoon series My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, MLPFIM. Though initially seen as a cult phenomenon outside of the show's traditional demographic of young girls, the bronies have since grown into a widely recognized fandom subculture and continue to retain their presence and influence on internet culture and its hub sites. Yeah. I'm trying to wrap my mind around this. Because, like, does My Little Pony, like, offer, like, you know, universal life lessons? Or is it, like, Cocomelon where it's, like, sensory sort of things? I would say it's both. I would say, well, we'll we'll talk about it a little bit later, but... Yeah, it's it's one of those things like SpongeBob where I enjoyed it both as a child and as an adult. Yeah. Where the creators put enough adult geared jokes in uh-huh. it to make it enjoyable for the adults watching. Yeah. Like for parents, I'm assuming. Yeah. 
Grown men with no kids? Uh, I don't know if that's the target audience. Yeah, I mean, like, SpongeBob offers, like, you know, lessons on capitalism. I don't think My Little Pony, like, touches on, like, socialism and, like, communism at all. Yeah, I mean, unless it does. What, unionizing? Yes. Unionizing ponies in the MLP universe. <laughs> Crossing the picket line. <laughs> it's Protesting just, it, fascism. It's just a picket fence. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's funny. So let's talk about the origins from 2010 to 2012. Stanley wrote so much for this episode. It's actually... Stanley wrote 11 pages of notes. We were joking earlier that it was like, this is all just from his mind. It's from memory. Yeah. Just, well, so... That was like Quora, AskFM.com. It's yeah. like, how do you know this? Trust me, bro. <laughs> Um, so My Little Pony Friendship is Magic is a Canadian-American flash cartoon series produced by Studio B Productions based on Hasbro's My Little Pony's franchise since its on-air debut in October 2010. I could have sworn it's from the 90s. Well, MLP's been around for a long time. This is the TV show. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, the series became an immensely popular subject of discussion, reaction images, and image macros on the web. The term brony is a portmanteau yeah. of bro and pony. That is actually a portmanteau. It was coined on 4chan shortly after the pilot episode of the show on the Hub Network. The Pornhub Network. The Pornhub Network. <laughs> <sighs> What's that, Rule 34? Yeah. Of where um, if you think that there's porn, like if you can imagine it, there's porn about it. Yes. So I think that that's probably something similar with like yeah. My Little Pony. Yeah. Any imaginable topic has porn mm -hmm. fan art written or drawn of it. That makes me wonder, you ever wonder if there's like porn written about you? Or yes. like fan fiction? Do you think yeah. that there is? I know that there's some joke fan fiction written about me. Yeah. <laughs> about like me, <laughs> thanks guys. Yes. Um, about me and Post Malone. Oh. And so that was like, it was like a joke. But I don't know if there's actually any. Like imagine the Sarah. Sh <gasps> Sarah. Start yeah. over. I'm going to start that sentence over. Yes. <laughs> imagine a Sarah shower imagine. Do you remember imagines from mm -hmm. the fan fiction episode? It's like, imagine you and Sarah are walking hand in hand on the beach. Do you think those are, I, I want to write those about you. I've definitely seen some, like an influx on TikTok of like, um, one girl like made this, like talking about her ex-girlfriend and she showed the, showed the screenshot on like her phone of like three years ago or like two years ago, I, I put that like blonde strike, yeah. streak, streak in my hair. I can't speak. But, um. She liked it on Twitter, and then her ex DM'd her, why'd you like this? Ugh. And then she talked. She showed that screenshot, and I was like, people fight over me? That's hilarious. That is a crazy thing to think about. But yes, <laughs> the, the presence of bronies on 4chan's uh, co-cartoon and B-random boards rapidly uh, grew in the following months of 2010 and early 2011, as documented in a series of statistical graphs published by the MLP fan news site Equestria Daily. If you don't... <laughs> <laughs> I think like if you didn't know anything about this website like Equestria Daily, yeah. you're just like I fucking love horses. <laughs> yes. And you like what's this? And you click on it just wanting to learn some cool facts about horses and it's just My little pony hole. MLP. <laughs> My little hole. <laughs> it's just ponies sucking each yes. other. When do po I poorly drawn images yes. of cartoon horses? When do I get to the horse facts? <laughs> One of the first critical reviews of the Friendship is Magic, which was published shortly after the initial broadcast in October 2010 was written by Amid Amidi Hell yeah. of the animation website Cartoon Brew who wrote that the show was a sign of the end of the creator-driven era in TV animation. That's a pretty bold statement. They've never seen Rick and Morty. <laughs> <They've> never. <laughs> well, when did Rick and Morty start? 2000... That's a great question. When did Rick and Morty start? 2013? 2013. 
that'd be funny if the creators of Rick and Morty saw My Little Pony and they're like, we've got to do something about this. <laughs> Why <laughs> is no one talking about this? <laughs> um, Amidi's essay expressed concern that assigning a talent like Lauren Foss, the creator of the animated series, to a toy-centric show was part of a trend towards a focus on profitable genres of animation such as mm. toy tie-ins to deal with a fragmented viewing audience and overall an admission of defeat for the entire movement, a white flag-waving movement for the TV animation industry. I don't Did you think hear that's that? fair. I didn't stutter the entire time I read yes! that. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Now do it again. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's T though. Mm-hmm. That they saw this as like a white flag for f- what art everywhere. Wouldn't it be a red flag? Wouldn't a white flag be like like um, a surrender? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Oh. An admission of defeat for the entire movement. A white flag waving moment for the TV animation industry. Oh, I was thinking like it was a red flag, like you know the sign, like that it's about no. to be the end. This okay. is saying they're letting capitalism win. Okay. Wait, what's another TV show where they let capitalism win? What's another recreation or a spinoff of like a, a toy or a Teenage movie? Teenage Ninja Turtles? Yeah. But that happened way before Sonic My Little Pony. Toy-centric show is part of a trend towards a focus on profitable genres of animation. They literally did like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the 90s. So yeah. they've already been making TV shows off of you know children's toys. That's a good point. Maybe this is more focusing on... Um, I feel like I would group minions, uh-huh. trolls. I mean, these aren't TV shows, but like yeah. those sort of um, uh, franchises yeah. into this, where it's like I can almost imagine them in the storyboard room, like, okay, it doesn't fucking matter what the plot is. We yeah. just need to sell some fucking minion T-shirts, <laughs> some bionicles, some bionicles. <laughs> Wait, now that I'm thinking about it, we got like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, bionicles, Sonic. Um, Spongebob became, like, merch, you yeah. know? Yeah, no, Spongebob was a, a, mm-hmm. an original TV show. Yeah. But, yeah, I think Minions, that sort of shit, where it's just like, this is going to take over yeah. every single McDonald's meal, CVS, keychain aisle. Yeah. <laughs> I love keychains. Yes, I do, too. Have you ever been to Europe? No. Have I've you only... ever been out of the country? I've been to Canada and then Mexico on accident. So explain that. Um, so when we lived in California like 10 years ago, mm, mm, now I'm thinking about time, the passage of time. We lived in California from like 2003 to, two, no, 2001 to 2005. And my dad hey. drove us, what? 2001. Oh, wait, this is a fun story. Sidebar. Okay, so I moved from Hawaii to California um, right after 9-11 happened. And we had three cats. There's three little kids and then my parents. And so, I mean, it was right after 9-11 happened. So, like, we had all of our luggage with us and then the cats and carriers and then three small children. And my dad, because he was the, you know, grown up, like, he forgot, like, a really big suitcase outside the airport. Oh, Jesus Christ. And so we circled back to get it and I watched my dad get tackled by, like, five (laughs) men. (laughs) And then we got, like, detained at TSA. And we, it's just Hawaiian church. We're from Hawaii. <laughs> but we missed our flight. And so we had all three. Holy shit. We had all three cats with us. And so we were just sitting with my mom and then like three kids. And all you hear is. <laughs> and then my dad was so pissed. We had, And then we flew to LAX. And then we drove down to Oceanside. But we hit LAX right as traffic like, hit. Uh, so we were in stuck in um, Los Angeles for like two hours. And then another two hour drive to Oceanside. With mewing cats and <laughs> yes. three screaming kids. And it was a five-hour flight, and we already delayed like a couple hours because my dad got tackled. I would have driven the car off the mountain. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that is actually purgatory. Yeah, that really tested my parents' marriage. That's, yeah. My dad was never the same. <laughs> but yes, okay, so we um, 
We, wait, what was I saying? We moved to, we were in California like 2005. That was 17 years ago. Oh <gasps> my God. Wait. How old, you're 27? Yes. That's not old. I know. I just turned 25 yesterday. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Wait, what were we talking about? 9-11. No, besides 9-11. Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll circle We back. were talking about uh, keychains. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my, um, I've only been to Mexico on accident because, like, before the border situation got, like, really serious, we were driving to, like, Arizona, and we drove over the border a couple times on accident. But then Canada, we went up to Nova Scotia, where my Ooh, parents fun. got engaged. Yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah. So you've been to Europe. Yeah, I've been to Europe. The whole point I was going to make is that um, when I travel, I like to get fridge magnets and keychains and yeah. shot glasses. Mm-hmm. You know this. Yes. <laughs> Every time I leave the house, and I come back. Sarah's like, <laughs> I'm rocking back and forth, like cradling my head. No more magnets. No more magnets. Um, and I. Uh, I did this when I graduated high school. It was like my dream to go to um, London, Paris, Rome. Mm-hmm. And my mom um, split it with me and we made it happen. And every single city we went to, like every day I bought a different keychain. And that's like the happiest I've ever been. I don't know what it is about like I, I saw the Statue of David and I was like, I need that on a fucking keychain or is I'm going to scream. That's in Europe? Statue of David? Yeah, it's in Florence, Italy. I thought that was in Israel. Nope. Oh. Don't know why I thought that. Well, Wrong. I- <laughs> Sorry, okay, geez. I was gonna say I love keychains too. I had like really sticky fingers in high school, mm. and I remember going to. Ew. <laughs> yeah, I did. I never hey, washed them. Ew. <laughs> no, I mean, like I, I like picking up like trinkets, and I remember yeah. I thought this was cool. I went to the Niagara Falls, mm. and I stole like twelve keychains. That's the sleigh. Mm-hmm. I and then I was like, I tried to give them to my friends, and they're like, we don't want this. It says like it's like their initial with like Niagara Falls on the side. It's like we didn't go there. Who the fuck wants this? I thought you meant you literally had sticky. Fingers, Steve. not that you used to steal things. <laughs> no, That's really funny. No, Both situations are funny. Th- yeah. Um, no, I didn't have literally sticky fingers. <laughs> just gummy, <laughs> sticky. Every surface you touch is you just. You know, like that, like a gecko thing where you throw it against the wall <laughs> and then you like pull it off. Yes. <laughs> You're stealing yes. things from CBS. <laughs> I have like sheets of paper on like my hands. <laughs> Guys, sorry. <laughs> What's happening to me? <laughs> your secret superpower. Yes. Was it like sky high where there yes! was like the sidekicks where my superpowers just I'm really sticky? <laughs> <laughs> What's that called? Klepto kleptomaniac? Uh yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. What what would be your superpower if you could pick one? Um I don't know. <laughs> I probably if, honestly invisibility because I'd seal so much shit. Mm. But if it was going to be funny, I'd make like people like fart on command. <laughs> <laughs> bit that keeps on giving because yes. it's like if you're mean to me and i'm just like you know it's immediately you've diffused the situation yes. bomb negotiations yes. that's immediately it's done i'm talking to someone down from the golden gate bridge and they're like actually that make it worse never mind i'm so sorry i'd be like that's pretty good i'll get down what would your superpower be um did you ever watch veggie tales yes you make talking vegetables. No, do you remember how in VeggieTales they didn't have appendages? Yeah. But they could still pick things up? Oh, yeah. That would be my funny one. It's just I would 
always have my hands up my sides and I would just pick stuff up. And it's like, how is she doing that? <laughs> I thought that you would get rid of your arms and then oh, just like I pick things that. up. That would slay though. But why wouldn't you just pick them up with your hands? Because being able to do it telekinetically, <laughs> yes. like Larry the Cucumber, I don't know. That just popped in my brain. I was like, that would be really cool. My real superpower, I think, would be reading minds. Uh-huh. I would be unstoppable. <laughs> Unless I would be overwhelmed with the nasty shit that people think, and I would just... I feel like, yeah. End it. Like, what do you regularly think about? Like, do you, is it just worrying? Every thought I've ever had just dissipated from my mind. Yeah. Like, what do you what do you think about on a daily basis if you're, like, laying in it's bed? It's a lot of worrying. It's a lot of procrastinating. It's a lot of... Um, uh, do you have, like, doomsday thoughts? Um, no, not really. I have to fart. I don't... know. We're in the same room. I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> That was actually my superpower. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do I think about? (laughs) What do you think about? Not good stuff. Um, I don't know. But not like bad, bad stuff. No. Just like I have like. Not productive things. Yeah. They're just the same thoughts over and over again. Or like I'll relive situations. Mm -hmm. So if you were to just listen to my room, it would just be like, God, why did I put my gum behind my ear thinking I could be Veruca Salt? (laughs) I I chop (laughs) my chop my hair off and then it's just like you hear it again and again and again <laughs> I'm like let it go you look good with the bob yeah. <laughs> chill I think mine would be um, mine's a lot of like it's 2am and I'm like I should really work out more Yeah, it's just that and do you want to work out downstairs with me? no <laughs> really? but I'm starting out too I um no, I, I've tried so many times. I'm actually meeting with a nutritionist tomorrow. Oh, nice. Yeah, because that's my problem. Yeah. It's like, I know myself. I know that I'm lazy. I know that I'm like, I, I'm not a fan of, I was just in Toronto with um, Stanley and Jack Innanen, and it's a very walkable city. Canada yeah. is, you know what they say, the Europe of Canada is Toronto. Do they? I've been in Toronto, actually. I've been in Toronto and Nova Scotia, yeah. Toronto slays. It's really nice. I told Jack, I was like, because he's from like an hour outside of Toronto, and I was like, this feels like someone who isn't from America wrote a video game about New York City, Yeah. and it's all off-brand stuff, and it's all like, this is what I imagine America is like. Yeah. That's Toronto, in my mind. I was like, this is so familiar, but it's like, you guys just got little details wrong. Yeah. Anyway, where's it going with that? Oh, it's a very walkable city, which most American cities are not. You yeah. know, LA is not a fucking walkable city. You see you have me to on have the a... side of the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> you can try, but you will not succeed. I will hit you. Um, LA is not a walkable city. You have to drive everywhere. And um, I fucking hated it. Uh-huh. We were walking around and I was like, can we just call an Uber? He was like, it's a five minute walk. Yeah. It's like, it's a What, you hated Uber. that about LA or Toronto? Toronto. Yeah. I hate walking. Like, even if... Uh, so you hated to... how pleasant it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the point I'm trying to make. Yes. Is even, like, working out, I just... But my problem is um, I have a binge eating disorder. Uh-huh. And so I need to get a control on food because I can work out all day and all night. Yeah. And I have an addictive personality, as yeah. do you, I think. Yes. We're both very addictive people. Uh-huh. I um, would get addicted to working out, overdo it, and then not do it again. Yeah. I've done that before. And so it's just like, I need to get my eating under control. And I think that's where it's going to. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do, but you appreciate a routine. I, I need a routine or else I'm not going to function. I can't do a routine. Really? Yeah. can't. Each day is a new day, especially with what we do. Yeah. I, it is impossible for me to get into a routine. Oh. Yeah. Because some days I have to be up at 645 and some days I don't. My first engagement is at 5 p.m. Yeah. So it's like I can't have the same 
schedule every day. And I travel so much. Mm-hmm. It, like meal prepping, meal planning, things that are um, integral to a routine. You know, like you wake up and you have a meal. I can't do that because yeah. sometimes I have a flight at 7 a.m. So oh, it's yeah. like I, I can't. But I, I like that a little bit because each day is new. I don't, why are we talking about this? I fucking hate when a day is too different <laughs> from the day before. It's too... S- it's too different. Like, too different. Mm. Dude, when you went to from Coachella to those two universities Dude. to, like, Stagecoach, yeah. that would have made me kill myself. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get it. I need, like... And I'm also so very high-maintenance. I need time to, like, be high-maintenance. You sure. Know? And that's what I do. Like, a large part of my routine is just taking care of myself. I love that. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We need to go back to Bronies. Yeah, all right. Anyway, so Bronies. Okay, so the reaction soon spread to other boards of 4chan where elements of the show quickly inspired recurring jokes and memes of the site. Some of these included adopting phrases from the show like any pony, every pony, and no pony instead of anybody, everybody, and nobody. Or jokingly stating that they watched the show for the plot, a reference to the pony's flanks asses. And then Stanley put Brony speak. LMAO. (laughs) (laughs) Classic Brony speak. Yeah, Uh, that would be so, like, mm -hmm. if you start hanging out with someone, uh, personally, when I like something, I obsess over it, and then I have to get a tattoo of it, usually. Uh If I started obsessing over MLP, and I was walking around the house, and I was like, yeah, any pony could be there. (laughs) And you're like, what the fuck are you saying, dude? Can I get a red pony for my (laughs) vodka pony? It's like, I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) Stop, please, please. please. (laughs) You're making everyone else suffer. Um, The number of Friendship is Magic posts drew attention on the site. Fans of the show defended it against various trolling attacks from the other 4chan boards, leading to a temporary ban on the discussion of anything related to ponies. Uh, Christopher Poole, the founder of 4chan, briefly acknowledged the popularity of the show on the site at the 2011 South by Southwest Festival. (gasps) That's insane. That 4chan is invited to South by Southwest. Well, that and then also that it made its way up the rankings to like actually at South by Southwest. They were like, we need to talk about the Bernie situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, through the, do you imagine what 4chan merch looks like? So if you've ever been Dude. to like playlist or VidCon, like every single platform will have like merch, like Twitter yeah. and then Instagram. Imagine the 4chan like desk. <laughs> you come with like a glue on <laughs> yes. uh, neck beard, and you get a free bottle of Mountain Dew and a fedora. It's like a glass of red pills. <laughs> <laughs> And then a My Little Pony glued to the bottom of a jar filled Slay. with... Come. Come. Yeah. There we go. Um, that's another reference. It's a snow globe. Yeah, right, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you 
shifted. Yeah, just, sh- yeah, it's a lava lamp. Of what fun. are the chunks? Sorry. Um, <sighs> Sorry. The popularity 2012 to 2015. Do you want to read that? <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, I wanted to say um, 4chan is. If we yes, if we want to do an episode on it, we probably should because 4chan is just a cesspool mm-hmm. hellhole. I would argue that nothing productive has ever come out of 4chan, <laughs> but somehow every topic we talk about comes from 4chan. Yeah, or it's, Reddit. Yes, 4chan, yes. Reddit, um, and what's the other one? 7chan? 8chan? Something like that. Those are all like incredibly early internet days, yeah. like late 90s. Um, and it's shocking actually how much negative awful shit comes from there but it, it, all of this tra- is traceable anyway i just want to say that because for people who don't know what fortune is we're gonna do an episode on it probably just, multiple episodes on yeah it. just know that it's a forum that was up to no good yeah um so anyway we're entering into 2012 2015 the adult interest in this show is comparable to that of rocco's modern life animaniacs dexter's laboratory powerpuff girls spongebob ed ed and eddie and phineas and ferb Older audiences appreciate the jokes aimed at adult viewers and a sense of nostalgia for older cartoons and animated films. That's what I was saying earlier. Where yeah. it's like the jokes are definitely geared towards adults, uh-huh. but it's a ch- children's show. My mom thought Ed, Ed, and Eddie was satanic. <laughs> I, I just get like that. they're just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> someone is so dumb. My mom thinks they're Satan. <laughs> we also couldn't celebrate Halloween for a couple years because my mom thought that was Satan's birthday. You're kidding. Yeah, and then I was like, no, it's a pagan thing. Your mom's a doctor. I my dude, she like. Okay, we're not going to get into it. We're not going to get into it, yeah. but just know. <laughs> just know. Um, I wasn't allowed to watch Zoe 101 after she got pregnant. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Can you believe that? Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, many of the aforementioned shows had attracted college-age fans who, when Friendship is Magic was airing, would be raising children of their own. The show references various works that older viewers would recognize, such as I Love Lucy, The Benny Hill Show, X-Men, 2001 A Space Odyssey, Diamond Dogs, Big Lebowski... The Avengers, Star Wars, and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So a lot of these are like, you have to be somewhat of an adult to even appreciate the references. Yeah. And those are all references within the show? Yeah. That's crazy. I fucking hated The Big Lebowski. Really? I hated that movie so much. Why? He was just so passive and stupid. He's the dude. I didn't. I didn't like it. (laughs) Sorry. Let's keep going. (laughs) So Dr. Patrick Edwards, who performed several brony studies to survey and analyze the fandom. Stanley in here, yes. like, brony studies. Stanley did all the studies. Can you imagine, like, a you know, like a grad, like, research like, assignment <laughs> where, like, they have, like, the poster board and, like, set up and there's, like, different charts and, like, your thesis. And it's just, like, a My Little Pony. <laughs> the red pins <laughs> yes. and the corkboard thing. Like, this next to this. Yes. Um, Dr. Patrick Edwards, who performed the brony studies, analyzed the fandom, observed that the brony fandom, unlike most other fandoms, which aren't welcoming to people who are different, promotes the show's message of love and tolerance. Do you think of MLP and think of tolerance? I have never engaged with the show at all. <laughs> but never do I think of anyone on 4chan and think, you're super tolerant. Love and tolerance. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think of peace and unity. <laughs> yes. Acceptance, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. Marsha Redden compared the Brony fandom to that of the Bohemian and Beatniks from World War II Period. and the hippies from the Vietnam War. Slay, LMAO. Did I you wrote write that? that? Oh, I, thought, <laughs> I wrote that. <laughs> I thought Stanley was like, Slay. No, I wrote that. In a similar vein, Amy. Wait, that's so funny. Can we talk about that for a second? Yes. Like comparing the Brony fandom to Beatniks after World War II. Could you imagine like Bronies protesting the Vietnam War? That is actually <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Make 
love not war. It's just a <laughs> yes! big My Little Pony uh, oh on my a fucking God. board. That's so funny. But that's it's also double funny because I feel like that is kind <laughs> of the flip side today where it's like, love is love and it'll be a bunch of ponies. Yeah. Like, I see that online. Like, gay people? Love is love is ponies? Yeah, like, they're, you know, like, all of these, back to the topic of, like, capitalism and cashing in on a yeah. franchise. Um What's it called? Rainbow washing, yeah. where companies will just like use a famous character or a lovable character and then just slap a gay pride flag on it. Yeah. And then never talk about it again after Pride Month is over. Mm-hmm. I've seen that with MLP stuff. Yes. Where it's like ponies or, you know, Buttercup says a cab or shit <laughs> yes, like that. Yes. It's like I've seen that all over the internet. Yes. Okay. Well, I, yeah, I understand. Anyway. <laughs> I understand what you mean. Um, in a similar vein, Amy Keating Rogers, one of the show's writers, believes that the fans have come to like Friendship is Magic due to so much cynicism and negativity out there in so many other shows. Rick and Morty. Well, the show has such a positive message message that counters this. LMFAO, we will return to this. Did you Stan- write that? No, Stanley said that. All right. Do you want to do the peak and decline? Yeah, so this is um, 2015 to last year, to mm-hmm. 2021. After increasing in popularity in the early 2010s, the fandom reached its peak in the mid-2010s, <laughs> exemplified by BronyCon 2015, drawing over 10,000 guests. However, the following years would see Friendship is Magic's popularity decline. Sad face. Mm-hmm. The National Post reported in early 2019 that several prominent Friendship is Magic-themed conventions, such as Brony Can had been over for years. The fandom was rapidly shrinking due to the show's end becoming increasingly apparent and that BronyCon was ending after its 2019 iteration due to attendance having halved between 2015 and early 2019. The Bronies were disappearing. Yeah. The great Brony disappearance of 2019. (laughs) Who who will talk about this other than us? (laughs) Who will shine a light on this? Unconfirmed leaks of information from Hasbro stated that the show's ninth season which premiered in 2019, would be the last for the G4, Generation 4, ponies, with a move towards a fifth generation. Equestria Daily saw a significant drop-off in readership in the preceding years, with most readers primarily discussing new episodes rather than other fan content. And then the convention, BronyCon, dropped from 10,000 to like 6,000 in 2018, um, and it would be appropriate to end the convention after a four-day event in 2019. So 2019 was kind of the demise, sounds like. yeah. What big thing happened in 2019? The Great Brony Disappearance in 2019. <laughs> Brony, yes. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> it's like, um, like, uh, no. It's you like got it. When Christians go up to heaven. Oh, um, Judgment Day. No. <laughs> uh, uh, ascension. Uh, no, no. When Christians are dr- called home to the Left Behind the series. Rapture. The Rapture. <laughs> <laughs> Bronies were raptured. I'm sorry. Only the true believers were taken into heaven. <laughs> These are all the mudblood ponies. Mudblood bronies. Isn't it crazy that J.K. Rowling made a slur for fucking Harry Potter? She just made her own slur. She's like, you didn't even have to include that. I think it's so funny. And you know what I always think in my mind when I hear mudblood is Malfoy. Mudblood. Yeah. Like, there's such a venom with which he says it. I feel bad. I feel weird saying it. <laughs> it's not I know it's not a real slur, but I'm not half magic. Or no, sure. no, I'm not. I'm not magic at all. So how can I reclaim that sort of word? I guess that's valid. Mm-hmm. I will continue to say mudblood because it's not a real slur. Okay, I'm gonna distance myself. 
So the reception, the first Urban Dictionary um, definition of bronies was submitted December 23rd, 2010, describing the group as people who take pride in watching My Little Pony. There's 16 uh, definition entries for the term brony. Um, Despite the outgrowth of the fandoms, bronies continue to maintain their presence on 4chan, contributing to the growing body of often shockingly perverse and graphic fan fiction and fan art based on the characters and the plot of the show. Yeah. Yeah, so bronies are... Not just people who like My Little Pony. There's huge sexual overtones. Yeah, and I don't feel the need to defend this community the way that I did with furries. Yes. I feel no protection over bronies because (laughs) um, I understand the backstory of it. I understand that, sure, there's adult overtones and, you know, this is probably geared towards children watching it and adults appreciating the humor in it. I think that to take it to a level that is so overtly sexual, yeah. where you're, you are a grown man drawing cartoon ponies fucking each other. Yeah. I, I can't defend you, brother. I, yeah, it is very, very perverse. You know what's a really fun word? Hmm. Sicko. Sicko is good. Because I was uh, trying to come up with a character called Joe Sicko. Mm. And it's just like when you say someone's a sicko, it's so visceral. Right. You know, like these people are sickos. <laughs> <laughs> There's something actually medically wrong with them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say that's an apt description mm-hmm. for what's for what's going on here in, in the Brony Cinematic Universe. Sicko is so damning. All right, but yeah, the fan art as of July third, twenty twenty twelve, over three hundred thousand results can be found under the search query "Friendship is Magic" on the art sharing website DeviantArt. Um, in addition, several groups dedicated to the fandom have been created as well, such as MLP FIM and MLP Friendship is Magic. The popularity of the art also spread through Equestria Daily's Draw Friend posts. There are music remixes, but I do want to talk about uh, Brony Speak. While Brony is the most commonplace term used to describe the male fandom on 4chan and elsewhere, those who post ponies mainly on 4chan board um, have identified themselves with the term cults, while female fans of the show have been referred to as Pegasisters. Pegasisters is kind of fun, but the cults, imagine like, <laughs> I don't know, just like the confusion of the actual like sports team. I was about yes. to say, like, oh, I'm such a big cults fan. Yes. Oh, like this team. No. Like, you ever heard of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic? Can you imagine like a, like a bronies just football team going to the Super Bowl? That is horrifying. I love the cults. I love the cults. Yes. They're galloping. Yeah. <laughs> but Pegasisters is cool. Because I imagine it's like pegging and then Pegasus. Pegasisters gives me the image of um, a unicorn dildo. Yeah. And I'm not really, I'm not vibing with that. I would honestly think of all mythical creatures, the unicorn dildo makes the most sense. Because they have the, the horn on their head. I mean, yeah, but it's just when it's attached to a children's show, feeling a little ick about that one. Yeah, it's really ick. Feeling a little about that. <laughs> yes. I think uh, the tor, the torm, the torm. I think the torm. <laughs> Brony speak. Suddenly, I'm from Long Island. Um, Brony speak is so funny. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it kind of sounds like your fandom speaking. What? Brittany Broski. Oh yeah. Brony speak. Bro speak. Broski speak. Yeah. That's just. I, <laughs> I do this character on TikTok. If you guys are not familiar with my spam TikTok, um, don't follow it. It's awful. I post garbage. Um, but I have this character that is an alien leader. Mm-hmm. And um, I always do like POV uh, alien leader discussing uh, something at a peace summit. 
And it's just me marching back and forth in my room doing... And then everyone in the comments is like, Aff- affirmative. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I do have a question about the second point you raised. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my gosh. That's really funny. That, that's Broski's peak. Mm-hmm. That is really funny. Um, <laughs> throughout 2011, I did... Well, I mean, I've seen it before and I did laugh originally. Thank you, thank but, you. But like, it's like when you hear it again, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, the rundown good. of the joke. Yeah. <laughs> throughout 2011, additional slang terms were adopted by the brony community, which became known as brony speak. And then there's brony con... Um, the inaugural event was attended by 100 people and featured Cabal, the founder of RainbowDash.net, and Jason Thiessen, the show's supervising director. Now, what is RainbowDash.net? Do you think that the people who created this show, like, they know, they must know that the bronies are notoriously perverse? Yes. Uh-huh. I, I feel um, very <laughs> heavily inclined to equate this to the Rick and Morty fandom. Yes. Because... Dan Harmon fucking hates the Rick and Morty fan base yeah. because they take it to a level that is cringe and yes. is um, intolerable yes. <laughs> and insufferable. And I think probably this poor woman who was like, I'm going to turn the toy into a TV show. I think that could be cool for kids. Yeah. Just had no idea what <laughs> yes. she was in for. Not a single clue. Rainbow Dash Network is a social networking site for bronies. Should we sign up? No. You have to have a username and password. Oh. Whether you want a place to share your creations or just a spot to make some new friends, RDN is the place to be. I I think that's like the last place I'd ever want to be. Yeah? Yeah. Where is a where is a place that you find yourself online? Like a bad place that I find myself online? Like a very niche place. I mean, this is not niche, but I'm on like, is it niche or niche? It depends. I'm on WebMD a lot. Yeah. But that's because I can't feel my hands. Um, <laughs> because there's something deeply wrong with me yes. medically. Yes. Wait, where do you find yourself? I mean, I'm on TikTok and like Twitter, but like I'm trying to think of like an area of the internet that I shouldn't probably regularly be on. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, uh, I'm deep into like asmr lives on tiktok right now oh yeah youtube asmr just doesn't do it for me anymore mm-hmm. i have to be watching it live and i'm obsessed with like oh, it, they're not even real triggers yeah it's just like oh yeah it's yeah. like what do you follow like the light cube yeah it's like what are you pulling it's like they're pulling something out of you the yeah. screen i'm like all the negative energy take it <laughs> i'm like in bed having a spiritual experience watching some 14 year old on tiktok then that is real if you do get like some sort of feeling from it or maybe i'm just delusional I, I I don't know. Maybe there's something to it. Like I imagine it's something like Reiki, where you can like physically alter someone's energy. Yeah. So maybe that's like what you're getting into. I'm just being mind controlled by 14 year olds <laughs> yes. in fucking Spain. Yes. At 1 a.m. <laughs> uh, so the second BronyCon was held on September 24, 2011, which was attended by 300 people and featured <laughs> the Equestria Daily founder Skull Scotellero Scotellero Scotella Scotellero. <laughs> The third event, uh, January of 2012, was attended by 800 people. And then the fourth BronyCon, June 30th to July 1st, 2012, was more than 4,000 attendees. And a number of the show's production staff members and voice actors, including... Oh, wow. Yeah, Lauren... So this is, like, legit. I know. But can you imagine, like, that panel? Like, these, like, real voice actors, the creator of the show, and just, like, some man drenched in sweat after (laughs) beating it in the family bathroom. It's like, so what inspired you to make Rainbow Bright? (laughs) And would you would you be willing to put boobs on the horse? <laughs> Meanwhile, Tara Strong is like, I have some cock submissions if you would like to add a dick to the just horse. Just crumpled up like drawings from home 
in his hand. They're just all wet. <laughs> Coffee stains. <laughs> I have some submissions if you're interested in fan input. <laughs> Can we get him out of here? <laughs> security. Can we have him escorted out of here? They get like a pellet gun. <laughs> they just shoot all the bronies. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Uh, every slicked back greasy ponytail <laughs> paintball uh, gun yeah. <laughs> but it's the founders <laughs> it's not even security you just see like a red dot like go up his chest <laughs> no, 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 no please <laughs> um, during the event talking <laughs> Straight to the chest. <laughs> and then it just like pans away and you just hear a body fall. <laughs> but they're not dead. It's a yes. paintball. You just hear, ow. Oh, jeez. And then they pull oh. the brony out of there. Yeah. Slumped. <laughs> Anyone else? During the event, documentary producer Michael Bro- uh, Brockoff created a documentary about bronies featuring Delancey Faust and Strong as executive producers. The project was funded with over $320,000 from Kickstarter supporters. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. Do you want to read about the Brony documentary? Yeah, I would like to read about the Brony documentary. (laughs) So in 2012, documentary film centering on bronies, the adult fans, Mm -hmm. um, came out. The film was funded through crowdsourcing via Kickstarter, so that's what that 300000 went to, allowing it to grow in scope to bring on Lauren Faust, Friendship is Magic's original creator, and Tara Strong, a principal voice actress on the show. Did Tara Strong also do Timmy Turner? She did. I was about to say that. She's done a lot of people. Yeah. She's on um, TikTok, too. Yeah, I've seen her TikToks before. Powerpuff Girls, Fairly Odd Parents, Ben 10, Chowder, mm-hmm. Wow Wow Wubsy, My Little Pony, Wow. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Shaolin Showdown? Oh, shit. Um, um, anyway, yeah. she was there um, as executive producers and to include additional convention footage from European conventions. This was in Europe as well. Oh, my God. The film received a generally favorable reception from the fandom and a mixed reception from critics, with some feeling that the film focused on certain aspects of the fandom and ignored other facets, including the lack of criticism of the fandom by others and the significant portion of female adult fans, occasionally named, belovedly, Pega Sisters. sisters. Other fans felt that the documentary made the concept of being a brony mean that one had to be treated like a misunderstood taboo to the rest of the world and countered that they have openly expressed their appreciation of the show without any backlash from friends and family. I feel like that is your friends and family trying not to hurt your feelings. Yeah. Like if your friends and family come up to you and they're like, you're a fucking sicko. Yeah. (laughs) We know what you're doing with those ponies. Yes. Like they're not going to do that. They're just going to be like, you know, Jared uses... He loves ponies. Yeah, to do that, they'd have to go in the basement. Exactly. You stairs know, are hard on the knees. It, it is. And, he, you know, he's 29. He's still living at home, and he loves those ponies he's so much. He's a walkie-talkie. Much. He's go- <laughs> Jared. <laughs> Beep. What's up, Mom? <laughs> Dinner's ready. Bring it down, please. <laughs> he closes his, like, computer with his horse porn. Reception. There is brony pop propaganda. The doc never talked about the negative sides of the fandom. Um, it's an ad for brony con, as yes. Stanley said. Not a personal story, but a product. Spineless. <laughs> so Stanley watched this whole documentary, and that was his spineless. It's a spineless piece of documentary <laughs> filmmaking. No one took any hard stances. No one took a stance. You might as well not have made it. <laughs> yeah. Two thumbs down.
So I think we're going to look at some pictures of BronyCon, which I don't know if we can... Sh we can describe it to you. They're kind of uh, reminiscent of furries, except a little bit more rainbow, a little bit more creepy. Isn't that crazy? I think now that I've just gotten to know furries a little bit better, I don't think they're as unusual. Oh, I love furries. Mm -hmm. I get it, especially because I'm um, so deep in like fan fiction yeah. culture and just like stan culture in general i mean that's just a different form of having an identity based in something you love yeah and so i I, def I fucking love furries i wonder if like furries have like a text like a sacred text you know a holy a holy text a Be holy book because at least like with like harry potter like you have like the harry potter books or the movies and then right. you can build from there is are furries maybe just like people who have a common interest in like dressing up or is there like something that initiated it like a book or is there like a, a like like set of beliefs, you know, like Martin Luther? Well, in, our, in the furry episode, we kind of talked about that humans have always had an interest in like anthropomorphic yeah. things, even dating back to like the Egyptology. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's probably the genesis like thousands of years ago. <clears throat> but the modern furry, I would say, is things like My Little Pony mm -hmm. and things like zootopia and all that i don't want to speak for the community yeah but it definitely would make sense if it's like you see a piece of media and you're like i love that and i kind of want to be an animal yeah would you consider I, I feel like furries and bronies may disagree in the comments is are bronies an offshoot of furries i would say no okay but, but i'm open to being corrected is if they dress up like animals they obviously are drawn to the anthropomorphic as well that furries are drawn to so the I, bronies don't dress up like animals. They dress up like the characters. The characters are animals. Yeah, but look at this. Like she doesn't have like pony ears on. Well, maybe this is like Disney bounding, where you can't dress up as like the actual character. Someone's gonna want to take a picture with you. Do you ever think? Are there maybe like kids that go to like BronyCon? I would hope not. <laughs> I pray every night. Oh my god! See, they're dressed up as like the actual. So there is someone in this image that's dressed up as like the actual like My Little Pony. Ayo. Like, My Little Sorry. Pony characters so we got twilight sparkle applejack rarity rainbow dash um i think rainbow dash is kind of cute rainbow dash is a sleigh now these people are wearing pony ears so you raise a good point yeah it's very um anthropomorphic this is so wild it i feel why why do i feel less accepting of bronies than because this isn't even men a lot of this is women mm -hmm. i feel so much less accepting of this than furries <laughs> yeah i think so, furries are like cool i don't cooler to me because they're like any animal yeah like this is to go specifically off like my little pony yeah seems kind of unusual you're very limited with like your character selection you can't be a cat like a rainbow right. cat you, you gotta can be only a pony. be a pony or Grogar, which looks like a goat. I know yeah. that that's going to be wrong. Or um, remember, remember the 5th of November. Uh-huh. Guy Fox. Guy Fox Day. Are you talking it's about Earth, Wind, and Fire? No, I'm talking about this is the anonymous mass. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know. That, very menacing here. Don't know what this is doing. Oh, I was thinking, do you remember the 21st night of September? Oh, uh, yeah. That is Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. So that's what I was thinking. No, I'm talking about Earth, Wind, and Fire at BronyCon. <laughs> Just, Guy Fox what the Day. fuck is this? Celebrating Guy Fox Day at <laughs> BronyCon. <laughs> Wait, shit. that looks like Burning Man. The festival? 
Wait, what is Guy Fox? Is he just anonymous? Guy Fox, uh, also, uh, commemoration observed on the 5th of November, primarily in Great Britain. It was some, um, actually, this is humiliating because I just brought it up and I can't remember what Guy Fox Day was. He was a member of the English Catholics who was involved in the failed gunpowder plot of 1605. He tried to do like a like a revolution or something. I don't know. Oh, so then wouldn't the Bronies be against that? Because they're the type of people who protest war. I guess you raise it. You raise a good point. <laughs> so... Don't know why I brought up Kai Fox Day. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I don't know why said... this is in German either. <laughs> do you remember? Oh, that is in German. Brony, the, the Wikipedia page is in German. Or is this? That's not German. What is this? Um... This is what uh, Nikki Tutorials speaks. Oh, shit. I'm feeling real American. I'm... Wait, wait, wait. What is this language? Let's try to read it. Okay, so, Brony sat salmon of the Agelska... What? Where Orden. is the tutorials from? Is this, like... Is this Scottish? No, this is, like, Swedish. Oh. Finnish. Um, fuck, where is Nikki tutorials from? I met her one time. Where's Nikki tutorials right now? <laughs> Where's Nikki Tutorials? It's just like a Google like <laughs> picture of her. Netherlands. Oh. Where do they speak in the Netherlands? Dutch. Dutch. That's mm -hmm. in Dutch. That is Dutch? Pretty sure. Is My Little Pony... Oh. Why is... Did I switch my Wikipedia? <laughs> oh, wait. Welcome in. That's... That's uh, Dutch. Yeah. Welcome in. Language. This would actually be a great time to like segue to like a Babel ad. Danish. <laughs> <laughs> Danish. Danish. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Anyway. You know what I just realized too? It's called BronyCon. It's not called PonyCon. Yeah. Yeah, it's called BronyCon. Not everyone's a brony. Oh yeah. Is there PegaCon? I'm assuming no. <laughs> Actually, that would be kind of confusing because I imagine people who like pegging would show up and be like, what is this? What's going on here? <laughs> well, I guess you guys already have dildos. So I mean like one's... <laughs> The difference. BronyCon. I wonder what the events are at BronyCon, though. Ooh, that's a good question. Brony now, honestly, that's a sleigh. If, if, oh, it'd be kind of cool if, like, you know, um, like, cat shows or, like, dog shows. They, like, walk the bronies around. Yeah, and the then they jumps. hold up their tails. And yeah. they're like, look at this realistic human anus. And then they hold up their head a little bit. And then they make them trot. <laughs> and then they're talking about different breeds of ponies. This is starshine. <laughs> and then someone gets on their back, and then they do little jumps. Right. <laughs> now, see, that's not a pony. That's a fox. How much do you think a suit like this costs? Okay, so we're looking at a BronyCon picture, and there's, like, two people dressed up as My Little Pony, but then there's someone with a fox head. It's kind of crazy to me that they have, like, badges to say that they're at BronyCon. Do you think there's, like, a VIP area? Oh, absolutely. What does that entail? Famous bronies. <laughs> Famous bronies. <laughs> Now, what oh. does that say when I Google brony costume and children's costumes come up? Well, I think that it's pretty much why this fandom is so perverse. We do have to touch on, like, they. a lot of people may be drawn to it because it is for kids. Yeah, but I, I don't want to give that too much attention because that's just gross. It's a majority of it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Slay! $549! For a My Little Pony adult costume. I actually feel like that's pretty... Like, decent. That's well-priced. When we were sent the pricing breakdowns for the furries, mm -hmm. $549 for an entire suit. <clears throat> it's cheap. Yeah. The, we Furry costumes go up to, like, $5,000 yeah, for, like, a really, really nice, well-made one. Mm -hmm. I found out that most furries don't even have fursuits. 
they just have like I mean, they just have their persona or they have like attachments and stuff like that, mainly because it is so expensive. Well, and it is such an online thing, I feel like. Uh-huh. Like you're you're playing as your persona online for a majority of it. Mm-hmm. And especially with COVID. I yeah. mean, can't you can't break the suit out. I actually would argue that fursuits are pretty COVID safe. I would argue that too, I guess. You know, you've got so much mesh in front of your face. Yeah. I would rather hang out next to a brony or a furry at the height of covid than a conservative man yeah with no mask on it's it gives me this this is the equivalent of a bubble of boy a, of a fursuit mm-hmm. yeah bubble boy you you're existing in your own bubble mm-hmm. <laughs> is that jake gyllenhaal yeah holy shit jake gyllenhaal was bubble boy i didn't know that i saw him at the premiere of ambulance you told me that yeah That's wild he was a real person it was crazy is he the one that sucks on toes? I wouldn't put it past him. But that, no, I, that's Army Hammer that eats people. <laughs> um, well, no, he's the guy that Taylor Swift doesn't like. Right. Because he would hit on Taylor Swift when she was like a young woman. Uh, yeah. But I would argue that most men in Hollywood are downright creeps. I would definitely agree. And actually most men in, men in general. What were we going to look up? We were going to look up um, BronyCon events. Mm-hmm. What is the breakdown of this? It's four days. I imagine you're not just walking around for four days. Yeah, like, what, what are you guys, are there panels? Because, I mean, you meet the cast, hear their POVs on, like, different panels, but what else could it be? All right, here we go. Intro. Hanging out at the hotel lobby. YouTube ponies panel. Anthology 7 contributor screening. Roaming with friends. Chilling on the balcony. Chilling at a Twitter meetup. You missed the, there's another event called Cool Train. Cool train. We all just walk outside and watch a passing train. Oh, it's literally a cool train. Oh, it's, it's someone just set up a train in the lobby. It's a model train. <laughs> in line for animating live panel, animating live panel, editing with the dinguses panel, <laughs> hanging out with friends, BronyCon Memorial. There's so many breaks for hanging out with friends. Damn, if I if I was bummed out that I didn't get to go to BronyCon, this would be such a great video. Imagine like if it was like kind of like Coachella, where you like do different day fits. Yeah, you get custom outfits made. <laughs> the t- the tail of a laptop which was yeeted upon. What the? This fuck? is such band kid. Yeah. Energy. Can you imagine if Revolve sponsored something at BronyCon? <laughs> <laughs> BronyCon sponsored by Shein. Yes. Fashion Nova. Day three, the big day. Oh, they teach like Photoshop, chilling with friends. There are so many events that are just chilling with friends. Just absolutely kicking back with your friends, meeting a Cuba brony. What is that? Okay, let's pause this. I just, I got, I just got, um. How much are brony con? Overwhelmed with a little bit of cringe. Listen, I think the good thing about this is, you know, you find your community. Sure. Um, and I think, you know, you just, you find your community. You find, for better or worse, people who share. You find friends for better or worse. <laughs> you find friends for better or worse. <laughs> this is a beautiful, beautiful fruit of the internet. Mm-hmm. AI generated ponies is actually a really cool event. You been? No, I mean it just sounds like You're a, a long time goer. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Wait. This is the pricing breakdown. Okay. Um. So for a sponsor pass, it's one twenty five. Who were the fucking sponsors? Mountain Dew. 
Mountain Dew, um, uh, Amazon fedoras, um, Hanes underwear. Fruit of the loom. Get Fruit of the loom. Giving out free underwear. Please change your fucking underwear, guys. Hand sanitizer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Airplane tickets are about, this guy's, it's an individual thing. Where was it held? What's the city? Um, I think it's East Coast. I'm not sure. It says altogether it costs them around (gasps) $2,000. For like hotel, flight, um, sponsor pass, and then money spent on food. He spent $900 on food during the event. So. Jesus. <laughs> that tweet from that a while ago. It is four times your flight cost. <laughs> Jesus. He's having a steak dinner every night at PonyCon. <laughs> well, I actually probably can imagine. Like, is food at Disneyland expensive? I mean, yeah, but not $900 over three days. If you're spending four, yeah, I guess. That's a lot of fucking money, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, They're serving real horse on a platter. It's the cost of slaughtering horses in a convention center. That's what you're paying for. The shipping cost of horse meat. The Clydesdale. (laughs) The hind legs. Yeah. Yeah. It's that lean meat. You eat out of a hoof. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Everyone's saying that the sponsor pass is 125. um, And. Oh, God. Wait. And then also money for like merch and stuff will brony con happen 2022 what's babs con babs con my little pony and brony conventions equestriodaily.com ah! oh my gosh <gasps> my little pony i get con- it i get it immediately she's such a sleigh she's cu- okay she's cute but you're also not a boy you're okay but there were girls there there were pegasisters there yeah sorry Okay, not- you have to understand that this infatuation is not innocent like you're thinking. <laughs> I'm just like, she is such a sleigh girl. Look at her hair. Um, oh, my God. There's so many. Festival of Friendship. Oh, we missed it. March 19th. In the UK. Tadley, Hampshire, United Kingdom. <laughs> it's just a bunch of British people galloping around. <laughs> Me! <laughs> <laughs> oh, BabsCon. Bay Area Brony Spectacular. <laughs> But we just missed that too. My Little Pony fan run or fun run? Fan run convention. Can you imagine a 5K in a brony <laughs> costume? Or like a relay for life? Or like a full on fucking marathon in a brony costume? Oh, I'd kill myself. <laughs> you get a fourth of the way and then immediately have a heat stroke? <laughs> Griffish Isles. Oh my God. It's like. There's what's a it? lot of brony cons in the UK. Yeah. What are you guys doing in the UK? What's. Brexit and brony cons? <laughs> yes. Um, this is, uh, from Harry Potter. The Griffish? The Griff, uh... Griffins are, like, Griffin. are just really old, ancient creatures. They're not exactly... No, I think Hagrid invented them. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Mar- we can go to this one. Maryland's New Pony Convention, May 13th through the 15th, the Grand Hotel, Ocean City, Maryland. How much money do you think it costs to rent out the Grand Hotel for a pony convention? I don't know, but anything in Mo- Ocean City, Maryland is pretty cheap. <laughs> That's fair. So probably just under the table hand job, probably. Milan, Italy. <gasps> Milan, Italy. Epona fest. What is this? Italian perverts. <gasps> drone. <laughs> Pony drone. <laughs> we will have a concert. Guess the musicians. This is insane. What does Epona stand for? Ooh, Doja Cat. Where? Not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Epona. I wonder if Genuine is like really sick of being invited. I don't know if he's invited ever. This is wild, dude. Mm-hmm. Go back. What else? There's uh, Whiny City Pony Con in Schaumburg, Illinois. Winnie, 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 like a Winnie, 
<laughs> Dude, I um, started working out the other day and I got a um, Theragun and I was winning like a horse in my room. Theraguns are, they get the job done. I know. I was like moaning. I thought you yeah. were going to think like horrible things, but I was like, I was just massaging my legs. You're just getting those knots out. <laughs> yes. Um, they got TrotCon. TrotCon, Columbus, Ohio, Germany, Seattle. Oh my God. Czech Czech Republic. Chequestrian? That's, that's a Czech equestrian. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse the me. Netherlands. PonyCon Holland. <laughs> Do you think Nikki Tutorials will go to that? Probably. <laughs> Maybe I don't know what Holland is. Maybe I don't know who Nikki Tutorials is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know who Nikki is. Um, I couldn't, I actually, I don't know it, where Holland is on a map. Is Holland and Netherlands the same? They are. Yes. Yeah. Here's an, here it is on a map. There's... Hope this helps. Wait, 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 wait. Amsterdam. Wait, no, there's North and South Holland is what I'm gathering. The, Holland encompasses only two of those provinces, North and South Holland. The Netherlands is made up of 12. So the, Holland is in the Netherlands. So Holland is one-sixth of the Netherlands. Yes. Quick maths. Quick maths. <laughs> well, at least our <laughs> schools. Den- right. So what the fuck is Denmark. Denmark. I thought that was Holland. Oh, no. Denmark is a separate... Let's look up a map of the Europe. Shit. Map of the fucking... Map of Europe. What is that area of Europe called? That's called... Um, the Netherlands. The Scandinavia. Scandinavia. Yeah. That's like Finland, uh, uh-huh. Netherlands, and... I'm currently hooking up with someone who speaks Polish, and that shit is wild. That's cool. I know, because it's like, I thought it would be like a lot more similar to German, yeah. since they're neighbors. It sounds nothing alike. Hmm. What would you liken it to? Um, I don't know. I actually really don't know. I couldn't. It's very, like, hacky. I just know that it ain't American. <laughs> I can't fucking understand it. Wait, let's look at this. So they got Norway and Sweden and Finland are, I think, Icelandic Scandinavians, because they're, like, way up top. Okay. And then beneath that, you got Denmark. Um, and then beneath Finland is Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania. And then beneath that is Poland. And then you get the middle with like Poland and Germany and the Czech Republic and Austria. Holland is yeah, right there. Right there. Rotterdam. Amsterdam. We're just looking at a map of Europe. <laughs> we're, just, we're just actually having a geography lesson. I need you guys to just give us a second. You know what I have to say? Europeans are always like Americans aren't well traveled because like... When you think about it, I literally looked it up on a map. From the tip of, like, fucking Portugal to, like, Moscow is still less the distance between, like, fucking, like, California to Texas. Yeah. Like, that's basically, like, I, if you have gone across the U.S., you've basically gone from fucking Portugal to Russia, you know? Just because, like, there are different languages speaking, my God, just because there are different languages spoken doesn't mean, like, you're more, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no, I was just talking about this the other day. Well, actually, with Jack, because he's from Canada. Canada is the second largest country in the world. Yeah. Just based on, um, um, like, it's... I'm not. Holy shit. I can't speak. I can't either. Based on <laughs> a map, like the map. Land, how big Land it is. area. Land area. Yes. Um, not based on population. You know, there's only like 36 million people in Canada. Shit. There's 335 million Americans. Mm-hmm. But, and look at the difference in whatever. And we were talking about like every um, geographical, like topographical feature uh-huh. that you would w- travel outside of the U.S. to find, like mountains, desert, beach, whatever, 
is in America. Like we were just talking about how diverse the topography is. Yeah, America is the only country in the world that has every single natural disaster. Oh fuck. We have hurricanes and tsunamis and earthquakes and yes, yeah, snowstorms, shit wow. like that. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. And I was thinking about it too, because I was like, Yeah, you have the the deserts here, beautiful snowy mountains, mm-hmm. um, beautiful beaches somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Um, let's do a part two. Okay, yeah, we're gonna do a Bronies part two in which Sorry, we, we, got a little we look at a, a map of Asia. <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> Next, we're gonna learn what Miranda rights are. Yes. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do uh, Bronies part two. Go to the next episode for that. All right, thanks, guys. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, rate five stars, and follow us on Spotify, Apple please, Podcasts. Please subscribe to the YouTube. Please leave a comment. All right. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.